Welcome to the Shorthand States, the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Matt Fallais, and with me is Mark Ozier. We Hello. have been we have been reporting on the first day, uh, well, really the fourth day of the state's landmark tax and spending debate, but the the first day they have been debating this week at least. Um, but today started with statements from uh, committees and committee presidents and, and questions to committee presidents. The states did that for uh, a couple of hours before resuming the great tax debate, uh, which will continue into another day on Thursday and no doubt into Friday as well. But Mark, the, the first um, item of business was a statement uh, by one of the Alderney representatives, That's Steve right. Roberts, on yes. behalf of the states of Alderney. Uh, just um, tell us a, a briefly what that was about. Well, essentially, this is the annual update that uh, the ordinary states give to the Guernsey states about what they've been up to. And of course, most people know. Um, clearly, the biggest story in Alderney in the last year was the runway. And there wasn't really much to say about that. He was just saying how grateful they were that the, uh, the, the Guernsey states supported it. I mean, it Often the case with these statements is the statement itself is really telling people what they already know. And, and the interesting material comes from the questions that are asked of the members. Uh, and it was there was a couple of interesting points that were raised as a result of questions. Um, uh, and the first question um, was from a deputy Andy Cameron, which was asking about the island's defibrillators. And he said he was aware there were 15 defibrillators and not all of them were in a good working condition uh, and what was going to happen about these. And it turned out that, in fact, only six of the 15 defibrillators are working. And there's actually none at all at um, St Anne's School, which uh, uh, Mr Roberts, Alden Representative Roberts, felt was a, a bit of an oversight because there was an incident some years ago where a defibrillator apparently would have been very useful. So he's undertaken to go away and, and look into that. And, and health formed a, a key part of the discussion anyway. There was another question about the... Uh, the future of health in in our in Alderney, given its issues with um, the medical medical centre, where that basically closed down, had to be picked up and taken over by the Alderney states and Guernsey states. So there's more issues there, which is going to be going on. Um, and he was hoping that the medical centre is going to be moving into the private sector. There's also talk of uh, having to charge subscriptions for the the ambulance service, which is something that people over here know only too well, but. Uh, that's no longer going to be completely funded by property taxes, which it has been. So those little things were all teased out during question time. Um, and I think that was more interesting, I'm afraid to say, than some of the material that came out during the statement itself. So the questions uh, asked of Alderney Representative Roberts were an example of where questions can be put to very good use. Uh, then there was a statement from the uh, President of the State's Assembly and Constitution Committee, Deputy Carl Meerveld, uh, which provoked one question which interestingly was ruled out of order by the bailiff. Deputy Andrea Dudley-Owen wanted to know the progress of complaints which were made some months ago about Deputy Gavin St-Pierre uh, along the lines that he had allegedly breached parliamentary privilege in the States. Now parliamentary privilege uh, effectively gives states members the right to make any comment uh, in us in the in our parliament in the states of deliberation even where if the comment was made outside the states it could be subject to legal proceedings now the whole concept behind parliamentary privilege is that deputies elected by the public 
should be completely free to raise any issue of public interest in our parliament. But if deputies are alleged to have abused their rights to parliamentary privilege, there is a complaints procedure. And uh, Deputy Dudley Owen asked for an update on, on uh, the, the complaints made against Deputy St. Pierre a few months ago. And she was, after some uh, discussion between various deputies and the bailiff, she was advised that her question was out of order and that, in fact, under the state's members' code of conduct, uh, the existence of a complaint should not have been uh, put into the public domain until the complaint was heard and a judgment was reached. So, so that question was, was not allowed. In the questions to Deputy Yvonne Burford after she spoke about the recent work of the Scrutiny Management Committee, it was revealed that the committee would like to reinstate the Public Accounts Committee. So that was the uh, the statements and the questions which followed the statements. Then the states uh, re-entered the tax debate and that started today with Deputy Heidi Salisbury proposing her revised fairer alternative amendment which lost in the states three weeks ago by 16 votes to 24. It's now been revised, some changes have been made. It's now known as option D in, in the um, resumed tax debate and you were covering the start of that debate, yeah, Mark. That's right and interestingly enough what happened was after this, the whole point of this amendment was it was actually taking options A, B, C and the new option D, saying to members, let's talk about all of these together, let's put them on the table and discuss them. But of course, what ended up happening was that members seized on option D to, and they spent time discussing the actual some of the ins and outs of it as a separate proposition, which really shouldn't have happened because at the end of the day, they're going to talk it all. As it turned out, this amendment with options A to D went through. They're going to be talking about that once we've got through a couple of other little minor amendments. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it was introduced by uh, Deputy Soulsby, um, who was a a similar proposal to the fair alternative. It had a couple of tweaks and changes. It includes uh, an increase in personal tax allowances, income tax allowances. Um, it includes some measures that um, should be looked into, like um, the capital projects and revising healthcare models. And, and just Deputy Solby talked, basically said this is about taking a fairer approach. It's staged. Um, and it's balanced uh, and it was a, an interesting way of putting things forward members seemed very keen on the fact that it should be on the table but we ended up with about three hours of debate before it was by a large majority voted into into uh, the proposition so in a day or so's time well maybe even tomorrow we might get around to actually talking about the nitty-gritty of it as a proposition but then i then we had Deputy Peter Roffey came along with option E, which he also wanted to have included with the other four. And member can then have this smorgasbord of amendment or smorgasbord of, of options, if you like, to discuss. But yeah, once again, Matt, I think we, uh, we ended up with a couple of hours discussing the ins and outs of option E as itself, rather than whether or not it should just be on the table to debate. Yeah, so where the states have ended up uh, this, this evening is that there are five different tax packages uh, effectively um, which will be debated in one single debate 
and then voted on sequentially at the end of that debate. When when that will be, who knows? It, it almost certainly won't be on Thursday. It might not even be on Friday. But when the states eventually finish this debate, they will be presented with um, a, a vote on, on five options. Um, and it might be useful, I think, just to, to very quickly go through a summary of the options. Option A is Policy and Resources Committee original proposals, that's GST, but lots of redistribution to assist the uh, least well-off half of the island. Option B, also from Policy and Resources, no GST, but big hikes in property taxes and motoring taxes. Option C, no GST, but uh, big cuts in states' expenditure, probably three times as many uh, cuts as in the other options. Option D is the Salisbury St. Pierre fair alternative, which tries to break the tax rises and spending reductions into two phases, one to be dealt with in a few years time when the uh, size of the deficit becomes clearer. And this uh, even newer option E from uh, Deputy Peter Rolfe and, and Tina Berry, um, which uh, tries to avoid big spending cuts in the near future um, uh, and also put some of the uh, debate about how to deal with the deficit into the next states while raising achievable levels of taxation in this states. A lot of debate today, as you said, Mark, was on option yeah. D, which is the Salisbury St. Pierre revised fairer alternative, as they call it. What I thought was interesting in that debate was there were some members who voted against the first version of their amendment three weeks ago who said they, they would or might vote in favour this time around. Deputy Liam McKenna said he definitely would vote for option D, having, having voted against the equivalent three weeks ago. And Deputy John Gollop more or less suggested the same. And Deputy Simon Vermeulen and Chris Blinn suggested there were, there were quite big parts of the revised option D which they liked and that some of the more uh, the, the parts of it they found more difficult first time around had been removed so it would appear from the speeches we heard this morning and this afternoon that the momentum may be moving slightly towards option d which is the salisbury st pierre package and even further away from policy and resources preferred package now known as option a which is the gst mm. package do you think that's a fair assessment, Mark? Yeah, and absolutely. where do you think we are with 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 GST now? Is it, it, it what's the, your cha the chances of it being approved? Do you think? I think it's very slim, which made me all the more surprised when we ended up the day we had about half an hour at the end of the day with an amendment from uh, Deputy uh, John Gollop um, talking about uh, exemptions. So should GST go through, he wants to make sure things like food, um, things that charities sell. Um, are exempt from GST, which I, I thought was a bit of a, an odd thing to be placing when, when the chances are it's not going to take place. Um, but who knows? I think we have, so I, I, Deputy Peter Roffey, I heard him saying that he thinks this is going to be a six-day debate, so the chances of it getting through by the end of Friday, I think, are very slim the way things are going. Um, so it remains to be seen where we end up uh, at the end of tomorrow. Yes, yeah, so, so we may uh, start on Thursday by going through various amendments which seek to modify the GST package, uh, even though in the end 
the GST package looks extremely unlikely to be approved, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I suppose that's the way the amendments work. Um, but really, once we start getting into talking about options A to E, then I think then it's going to be no holds barred. And that's when uh, we're going to really find out where members stand. Yeah, so it's uh, as we break this evening after day one or day four, whichever way you look at it, it still looks as if it's going to be um, an uphill struggle for any of the proposers of the amendments to, to get a majority option, which perhaps has its nose ahead at the present time, is option D, the, the Salisbury St. Pierre package. That looks perhaps the most likely to secure a majority, but but even then that the vote on that is on a knife edge. And so there is still um, a reasonable possibility of the states emerging from several days of debate with no agreed tax plan. Um, uh, so that, that that certainly can't be ruled out. But as you say, Mark, it, it's uh, going to go on uh, for at least another two days, possibly more days beyond that. The states may have to come back beyond the end of this week. There is no end in sight yet to this great tax and spending debate. But uh, you and I um, and other reporters at the Guernsey Press will be staying across the debate for as long as it continues. Uh, there is a full roundup of today's debate in Thursday's Guernsey Press and we'll stick with it until the states uh, reach the end of their debate with or without a conclusion. From today's shorthand states, we wish you a good evening and we'll see you at the same time tomorrow. Bye.